Hello, my name is Christelle. And I'm Dee. You're listening to Cook Inside Stories. This is a podcast where we talk about our lives and experiences as Filipinos in Germany. And today's show is the second part of our Moving Abroad discussion. We will be sharing information about settling abroad and more specifically settling in Germany where we live. Yes, Dibadi, settling abroad is an exciting and exhausting experience at the same time. But before it gets exciting, we'll be telling you all the things that you have to settle first once you get to your country of destination. We always talk about German bureaucracy and today's today we're gonna talk about it all. We'll start with high priority things that you have to consider once you arrive. And these are the following. Registration, opening bank accounts, tax registration, and of course, renting an apartment. So Crystal, for reference... You moved to Singapore in 2010. Yes. What did you do when you first arrived there? I arrived in Singapore on a 30-day tourist visa. I started on the job search straight away, but I had to extend my stay for another 30 days. And it was in this period that I got a job offer. I didn't know it's possible to convert a tourist visa to a work permit, lalo na with our Philippine passport. I really thought you can only do this if you're like... I don't know, from a first world country. <laughs> I think at that time, it was a big risk. I could have not landed a job also, diba? Then mm-hmm. I would have gone home. But, you know, it's not something I would encourage you to do if you're not prepared for the possible outcomes, of course. Yeah, definitely. And during this period of your first months in Singapore, how was your living situation? Grabe, nag-flashback naman talaga yung mga baby days ko. <laughs> Okay, at that time, we actually rented a transient apartment and then we moved to a friend's place. And then eventually, we moved to the condo unit of another friend who was assigned there for work. Mm. So talagang nomadic living in the beginning. Okay. But that was 2010. I'm pretty sure all the other housing regulations have changed. So it's better to check, you know, and make sure that this is still applicable. Yeah. And at what point did you arrange all the other things like bank accounts or did you have to register for your tax? I got the bank account after I had the employment contract because the employment contract was one of the needed documents at that time. And then when it came down to the tax, ang nag-ayos was the company. Yeah, thank you for sharing your story and for reminiscing with me. <laughs> guest pala today. <laughs> oh, ikaw yung guest today. <laughs> this is really good to know because iba-iba yung, yung bureaucratic processes per country. So it's very important that if you want to move abroad, that you do your research very, very, very well. Couldn't agree more. So D, let's talk about our experiences in Germany naman. How about we start with yours? Yeah, go for it. Tell us. How or what was the first step with regards to settling in Germany? Mine was a little bit different than others because when I came here, I didn't need to find an apartment. My partner already had one, so I just had to move in. The first thing I did actually was go to the university because, as I've said in the previous episode, I was already late. So, <laughs> so yun yung una kong ginawa. Like, as in the next day after I landed, I went to the university and said, I'm here, I can join the classes. Yeah, and then after that, I had to deal with getting registered in Berlin. That's a good point, no? Finding a place to stay that will allow you to have it as your formal address for the next few months is important. Bakit? Kasi when you arrive in Germany, 
getting a local registration or what they call an anmeldong should be done within 14 days of arrival. And due to the volume of people in certain congested cities like Berlin, getting an appointment confirmation within 14 days is enough. Yeah, that's true. Even if your appointment is like three months away, for example. Kaya important yung place that will let you use it as your formal address because you need documents from the landlord or the maintenant to submit when you do your registration. So, Crystal, may tips ka ba that you can share for finding an apartment? I think for me, it's good to network before the move. It would be great if maybe they can join Facebook groups related to finding a flat in the city that they're moving to. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you can ask the school or work for recommendations. Maybe they can help you actually find it or point you to the right direction. Also, you can consider getting a temporary apartment or accommodation when you first arrive. As a foreigner, it's really hard to find a long-term apartment while you are still outside of Germany. And you will definitely need a place to stay for a few months to get things sorted out once you arrive. It's going to be helpful familiarizing yourself with the German terminologies related to housing. Madame So D, ready? What about I quiz you now? Yeah, go. D, what is Wohnung? Wohnung is an apartment. And what is a WG or Wohngemeinschaft spelled as WG? <laughs> <laughs> a WG is a shared apartment. Usually, you share this with a few people, like three or four people. And you all share living expenses, living spaces. And yeah, you all have your own rooms, but you, for example, share the kusina or the sala. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hindi ko maalala English translations ng mga to. <laughs> and then, we have Altbau. Altbau is old house, old uh, old building. So, Altbau apartments in Germany are those apartments which were constructed back in the 19th and 20th centuries. They have this, like, yung mga charm, di ba? Kasi they have high ceilings and then bigger floor spaces. But, of course, kadalasan walang lift. Alam na alam ko yan. Since kayo usually sa Altbau, talagang napakataas ng pagpanik sa stairs, right? Mm-hmm. How about Neubaus? Neubau is new buildings. And they were constructed, I don't know when, probably 90s and 2000s. Yeah, Neubaus are really beautiful and it's modern sleek and most importantly karamihan may elevators <laughs> how about we also discuss how room numbers are done here in germany because that's one of the most confusing things i came across when we moved here for example i saw yung mga dreizimmer wohnung which means like three room apartment so this means that you have two rooms that are usable plus a living room this is the equivalent of two bedroom condos or apartments in the Philippines. Hindi kasali dito yung kitchen and bathroom. Thanks for clarifying that. Fraudy. <laughs> <laughs> Frau paye. Frau paye. Paye ka oh. Okay. Let's talk about the terms related to payment naman. What is kaltmite? Kaltmite is cold rent or base rent. What is the nebenkosten? Nebenkosten is the accompanying cost. For example, heating or building maintenance. 
And how about the Varmite? Varmite is Kaltmite und Nebenkosten combined. And that's what you pay monthly to your landlord, yes. right? And then we have the types of contracts. We have the Befristet or Wasatdi. In English, limited contract. Me, it just means a fixed period of rental time. Exactly. And what is the unbefristet? Unbefristet means unlimited contract, so you can stay there for as long as you want. And if you come across the terms mobiliert, that means the rental space is already furnished. Or naturally, unmobiliert means that it's a bare space that you will be moving into. Yeah. And... It's very common in Germany that apartments does not come with a built-in kitchen and sometimes you have to build it yourself. Like we did. Yes. So now you've found your apartment, you found a VG. Let's talk about Anmeldung or local registration. As we mentioned earlier, the Anmeldung should be done within 14 days of arrival. And in my experience... You know, I can share, ha. That really stuck in my head. So when we got to Berlin, I was telling my then boyfriend or husband now, na, uy, we have to register straight away. But when we looked for appointments, we couldn't find anything. And he tried to call, pero wala talaga silang maibigay. So I was the foreigner who wanted to make sure that I got listed right away. So what I did was email the Burger Amt. And that is the citizen's office or the equivalent, say, of maybe City Hall, di ba? Sa yeah. Manila. And I asked them if there's a possibility that we could be registered. And a miracle happened. I got a reply. So I <laughs> I was the one who had an appointment. And then my husband was like, oh, how did you get that? I was like, I just emailed them. And he tagged along. <laughs> and on the and when we got there, ayun, pareho kami na-register. Nice. How about you? My experience was I kept checking the website for appointments every morning. I think that's the best tip I can give anybody is to check it every morning, like really early in the morning. And you can find an appointment sometimes. However, because of COVID, diba we moved last year to a new apartment and we had to register again. Um, we were able to do the Anmeldong online and we just sent them an email along with our documents yeah, we got an Anmeldung online, which is a freaking miracle for Deutschland. Yahoo! I don't know if this is applicable to first-time registrations, but it's worth checking. So, Crystal, why don't you give our listeners a rundown of the documents needed for Anmeldung? They need to have a confirmation from the landlord or the primary tenant that you are living at a certain address. This can be a hotel, an Airbnb, or a temporary apartment. And that is called the Wohnungsgeberbestätigung. Spell nga dyan. V-U-H-A. Sobra naman. Okay, moving on. Hindi pa siya makamove on. No, Okay. If you're lucky enough to have secured a long-term apartment rental early, you should have a mitvertrag or a rental contract. Spell mo din. Kau na yan. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and then what else do they need? You need your passport with your visa. And a filled out application form, which you can also get online. Yep. And meldung is very important. Ito ang susi sa iyong kapalaran sa Alemania. <laughs> so once you have the Anmeldung document... You will automatically get assigned a tax ID 
you will get it by post. You will also automatically get registered with the local broadcast agencies. And this is a mandatory fee to pay for TV and radio in Germany. And you will also get a letter by mail. So expect that. And lastly, you need the Anmeldung to open a bank account. And expect na lang na marami kayo matatanggap na mail. Simula pa lang yan. Mm-hmm. Dadagsa pa yan. <laughs> <laughs> and that also leads us to the next point. Opening a bank account. Here we have yung traditional banks and mobile bank. Examples of the traditional banks are yung mga Deutsche Bank, Commerzbank, Sparkasse, Berliner Volksbank, or ito yung mga long-standing financial institutions in the country. Recently, we also have nga yung mga mobile banks like yung N26. Yeah, or Revolut. So what we mean by this mobile banks is they don't have actual physical banks. And you know, having a German bank account is important, especially if you're earning money here in Germany, because if you are receiving income for work in Germany, your bank will need to know your tax ID. Also, you know, you have to consider if you're willing to pay bank maintenance fees along with your account. If not, research well which free account works best for you. And Germany still has this system called the Itzikarte or Giro card. And some establishments, particularly government offices, will only accept this for payments. So if your bank does not issue Itzy cards, this is something to keep in mind. And in Germany, it's always a good idea to bring cash around because cash is king here. Yes, and it was only really during the pandemic that this actually changed. Yeah. Diba? Before, kailangan talaga lagi kang may cash. Mm-hmm. So now they realize na, huy, pwede pala mag-online payments. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of online payments, credit cards are not a thing here in Germany. You may see some credit card options, but this is not necessarily a true credit card, but it's the equivalent of a debit card that we have in the Philippines. Yes, it's simply a card that has a Visa or MasterCard number that you can use for online payments. And this deducts money directly from your bank account. Mm-hmm. In short, <laughs> magbayad ka. <laughs> and what's more common here is called an overdraft. It's a form of credit where you are allowed to let your bank balance get negative to a certain amount. And then you have to pay interest, of course. I guess that's a lot to digest from this point, no? So we are recommending that you do your own research. Because now, we're moving to another important point, and that is the health insurance. Health insurance is mandatory in Germany, whether you're a student, employee, freelancer, and I think even if you're unemployed, you have to pay for it. There is public and private insurance, and it is very, very, very critical that you do your research on which kind is best suited to you. What is your health insurance, D? My health insurance is Technica Krankenkasse, and it's a public insurance. I've been with them for, I don't know, three years, and I like them. They're very nice and accommodating, and they also speak English. A very, very good bonus. How about you? We have the same. Teka is one of the biggest healthcare providers in Germany, and I agree that they really have a good service. Other public health insurance providers are AOKA, Bomber, or DEAKA. And if you are employed, 
and you would want to go to a private health insurance, you would need to inform your employer as soon as possible because otherwise you may get registered under the public insurance automatically. It's so much information, I know, but it doesn't end there. There's more. Exactly. That's just the beginning. (laughs) One more important thing that you need to do is convert your entry visa to an Aufenthaltstitel, which is... The resident permit at the Ausländerbehörde. Sabin mong mobilis. Ausländerbehörde. And that is the Foreigner's Office. Our favorite place in the world. We love it so much that we go there at 3 o'clock in the morning to line up for a residence permit. Grabe yung 3 a.m. di. Ako naman 5.30 a.m. <laughs> oh, may difference, oh, diba? Oh, two hours din yun. But of course, we should explain to them bakit natin sinasabi na we would line up at 3 or 5.30 a.m. Kasi naman, in Berlin, it's so difficult to find an appointment. It's next to impossible. And this is because there's so many people From applying. all parts of the world. Yeah. So, they allow walk-ins um, on specific dates and sometimes for specific reasons. And yun yung pinipilahan ng mga tao. Do we have any tips for our listeners? Tips. Bring all the documents with you and more. Make sure that you have the original and the photocopy and photocopy and photocopies <laughs> to make sure that you have all these on hand. Yes. And something to note is that not everyone at the Ausländerbehörde speaks English. So, you have to learn the basics or bring a German friend with you or a friend who speaks German doesn't necessarily have to be German who can translate for you. That makes it more efficient. Yes. But of course, we're still in the middle of the pandemic. Please, wag kayong pumunta dun and tumayo because baka paalisin kayo. Mm-hmm. It is best to send them an email and ask for the next steps para mas klaro. And safe! Whew, dami. Yes, marami tayong information na shinare in this episode. It might look like na mahirap siya and matrabaho. It actually really is, diba? <laughs> With all the paperwork, but there's no shortcut to it. No, and if you really want it, then just go for it. You just need to be organized and know what to do. As we said, they love paperwork here. Sana may natutunan yung listeners natin kahit papano. If we missed out on anything or if you have any other tips, please let us know through our Instagram page at kukanzaitpod. And we will also be writing a blog on our website at kukanzaitpod.com. So visit it very, very soon. And that ends our episode for today. Thanks for tuning in as usual. And now we say goodbye. Truce. Paalam. Auf Wiedersehen. Ciao.